Yes, sir, man. Episode 41, Stash House Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Got a good show lined up for y'all this week, man. Young Thug drop off his new album, So Much Fun. I'm going to talk about Ohio State up and coming season, man. Finally, college football is back. And, man, just like everybody else, man, I cannot wrap my head around this whole Jay-Z NFL partnership, man. It came to a shot to everybody, man. Many people picking sides. I don't have a side yet, man. I'm going to tell y'all about that, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy, man. Stash House Podcast, episode 41, man. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up, man? Episode 41, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do, man, to help support the podcast, man, reactions, um, all that, man, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a safe week last week, a safe weekend. Hope everybody have a even better work week, school week. Whatever you guys do, man, just be safe. Stay in some AC, man, if you can. It's damn near 100 degrees, it feel like, outside around this way, Uh Pump some water in your system, man, all that. And, uh, you know, keep on going, man. Keep it moving. Um, Start this podcast off this week, man. I just want to plug in a couple things, meaning you guys know sometimes I talk about what this podcast is an offspring of, meaning when I say an offspring of, meaning not things I want this podcast to become, but more of, I want to say inspiration things that inspire me neither, but things I just look to and I try to incorporate in the podcast, give the podcast that feeling. Basically, if I was able to film certain segments of the podcast or just the way I kick it, the way we kick it, this is how, you know what I'm saying, the way it'll go. If I if that's the best way to say it, man, just offspring of the podcast. Like I said before, Wiz, Cushion OJ. So it kind of give you like what I'm talking about. Um, but I do want to plug in a couple of things, man. Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson, legendary boxer, man. He has a podcast. It's been going on for a good little minute, a few months now. Uh, maybe maybe a year, maybe not, but I know a few months. Uh, it's called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, and yes, there's a reason it's called Hot Boss with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is an advocate now of marijuana. It's very, very interesting to see, like, the interviews he's been doing and everything. Like, not even on his show, but just other shows he's been going to. And it's wild, man, meaning that, you know what I'm saying, Mike Tyson was wild back in the 90s, early 2000s and everything, and seeing how, you know what I'm saying, I want to say he's changed, but the way he's living is different now. And hearing like old stories he you know he's had, it's wild. So I definitely say check out his podcast, man. Hot Box with Mike Tyson. Um, he had Snoop on there one episode. Wiz, um, Be Real from Cypress Hill, Mike Epps. Uh, recently he had Jim Jones, and uh, it's great talk, man. Great talk. Him and his co-host. Um, and on the Jim Jones episode, they was telling him. They started like a little festival now. I think it's out in Cali. And uh, if you guys know about White Waters Water Park, 
how they have like the lazy river. I know it's a few water parts probably had like the lazy river. Basically, you just get on the river, just float, get on the floaty, just float your way to the other side of the park. So he's saying he's having a festival and it's like he's going to have like the lazy river and everything is all smoke friendly. And he said he had like ASAP Ferg perform like recently and uh, Miguel. So it's dope. Mike Tyson is making moves. Man, I highly, I highly, highly suggest that Mike Tyson podcast, man. Check out the Jim Jones episode to hear about the festival he has going on. And it's dope to see, man. Dope to see the growth of Mike Tyson, bro. And um, also, bro, Action Bronson has a show. Action Bronson has a few shows. But <laughs> the show I'm talking about is called uh, Ancient Aliens, I believe. It was going, it was going, uh, it's been going on for a few uh, years also. Um, Ashton Bronson is one of those artists, I believe, outside of the popular, you know, Snoop, Wiz, Currency, uh, J. Cole, the ones you just, if you think of, like, rappers you like to chill with, he's in that conversation, man. I just feel like with Ashton Bronson, you can just chill, relax, watch sports, um, enjoy some great food because, you know, he'd be on his shelf, you know, his shelf thing also, listen to instrumentals. He just like, he just seemed like a dope guy to just chill out with, like not even on no rapper type of deal. He just seemed down to earth. Uh, but he has a show called Ancient Aliens. It's been on uh, going on for a minute. It's on Viceland, but you can see like different clips on YouTube. It was basically just him, uh, his cousin, Big Body, uh, Alchemist, the producer Alchemist, who's probably one of my top three favorite producers of all time, Alchemist. And they just kicking it with like all their fridge. You got a guy in the back getting a haircut, guys over there playing Monopoly or something. Like, they just chilling, like, on the green screen. And, like, the old episodes, is like, they just chilling, watching, like, some Discovery Channel type of shit. It's just, it just random, but it's, like, cool at the same time. But this new season he has, like, the past, like, guess he had, like, Tyler Creator, Schoolboy Q. But this season, I wouldn't even say he cut the budget. I just feel like he's he knows his audience and he knows the type of guests his audience wants to see. So these three guests is like what made me be like, okay, actually doing something different this time around. He had Cisco on there. Yes, Stone Song Cisco, Drew Hill Cisco, Tiffany Pollard. If you don't know who Tiffany Pollard is, she's New York from Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love, also one of my favorite shows of all time. So, yes, New York is on there on one episode. And <laughs> the last guest that I, I think is more recent guest, uh, Jaleel White. Jaleel White, if you don't know who Jaleel White is, it's Steve Urkel. <laughs> the guy who plays Steve Urkel. And uh, it's just funny, man. Like, the clips on YouTube... Like, New York, she was on one episode. She was like, can I die from smoking? And all of them were like, no, nah, you good. We all just started smoking this year. Like, it's dope. Like, it's on Vice. So, you know, Vice really doesn't care about the content they put out. So, it's just dope to see, man. So, Action Bronson. Just check on YouTube, man. Action Bronson, Ancient Aliens, man. The Steve Urkel one is crazy because you like, damn, it's Steve Urkel real good. And they're chilling with, you know what I'm saying, Action Bronson. So check those out, man. Ancient Aliens uh, with Action Bronson and Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, man. Definitely two things that 
I look at it and just be like, okay, you can do this, but you can still be chill. You can still be relaxed with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but man, this podcast, man, I think this episode, I'm going to do it. The the layout I want to do is probably music. Then the next segment would be music and sports combined because it's been an uproar with Jay-Z and the NFL. And then I'm going to go give y'all, I would say college football preview, but I may just end up talking shit about Ohio State. So <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. I may just do sports next, then go to Hove and the NFL last. That's what I may do. But, man, to start off this episode, bro, uh, Young Thug, man, Young Thug dropped his album, So Much Fun. Um, he hasn't He hasn't really been promoting it. Like, before, you know, it dropped, um, he did an interview with No Jumper. Um, if you're in tune with No Jumper, you know, the guy, he he interviews mostly uh, the underground scene, but the Young Thug interview was kind of big for him because Young Thug normally doesn't do interviews. And me personally, I believe that's been kind of Young Thug's Achilles heel in the game so far. Um, with everything with this album, man, um, because I I enjoy Young Thug's music, but it's been a minute since I enjoyed Young Thug's music. I would say that meaning uh, ten seventeen Thug mixtape years ago, of course the Rich Game mixtape with Rich Homie, uh, Barter Six album, uh, Slime Season One. Um, but I've always been the type of person when it comes to Young Thug, I will always say I enjoy more certain records than I do full projects. Like check with that. Like if you ask me, name me name you ten uh ten to fifteen of my favorite Young Thug songs, you'll say, Dang, you you picked all the popular songs. Those are the only songs I really like. When I listen to his projects, it's like you know what I'm saying? I can't really get into it. I know some people say, you know, oh, my God, he's so unique, this and that. And I look at it like, okay, it's different, but I don't look at it any different than I do a Playboy Cardi or Uzi. Being that they did, you know, they they are influenced by Young Thug. It's different, but it really doesn't be like, oh, my God, this shit's so different. It's so wow. Like, I don't look at it like that. Like, the Young Thug songs I like is, like, straightforward club shit. You know what I'm saying? The millions of views on YouTube, like Hercules type of deal. You know, that's how I look at Young Thug. And I I do see his influence on the younger generation, but I'm not young. So, <laughs> like, I grew up on Guwop, so that's how I look at it. But this new album, man, so much fun. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I was kind of scared at first because it was 19 tracks, but... You know, I, I got enough respect for Young Thug to be like, okay, 19, if I can't make it through halfway, then it's just not for me. But, you know, oddly enough, man, it's a good album. Now, I will say this. This is not a Young Thug album. If you're not in the Young Thug, if you've never been in the Young Thug, if you like me, who enjoy, like, old Young Thug music, like, not old, like, I came from nothing old, but, like I said, 1017 Thug, Barter Six. That era, Young Thug, you should enjoy this album. It's not 
nothing too complicated because I feel like with what it was, slime language, like the past a uh, few projects Young Thug put out, it's been kind of like a head scratcher for me because, like I said, he doesn't do interviews, so we never really get a full explanation of the albums, which I do kind of enjoy. I like when an album come out and I can go on YouTube and search, you know, the YouTube interviews and get a backstory behind the album. Um, that's kind of been like my thing, but I, like he'll have he'll drop an album. Let's say he'll drop project. There'd be like eight songs or whatever. I'll probably like two of the songs, and I probably won't never go back to the full project. Like I just add them to a playlist and keep on going. But this so much fun, bro. It's, it's cool. But like I said, if you've never been a fan of Young Thug, it's not the album to make you say, okay, I'm a fan now. I wasn't a fan before, but I'm a fan now. This is not the album, I don't think, personally. Like, I just enjoy that he's not back in that lane, but it's easier to listen to than his past projects to me, in my opinion. Um, But to be quite honest with you guys, even if I did like this album, I'll give it a pass just because that damn hot song he got with Gunner. Okay. When I heard that hot song with Gunner, I was like, okay. Okay. I get it. Just give us that every time you come out, Young Thug. Like, not even Young Thug part. Just Gunner, bro. Like, I feel like Gunner is the one to put that spark in Young Thug again to make him make that type of music again. I get it. He reconciled his little beef with Future and everything. Him and Future made a project together. Future's not the one to get that fire under Young Thug. It's Gunner. Gunner now, coming off of last year with the whole verse off of What's Free on Me album and all that verse of the year type of thing. This Gunner verse, one of my favorite verses of the year. I'm not going to even lie. On that hot song... That Gunner verse, one of my favorite verses of the year. Just the way, just what he's talking about, his flow with it. Of course, he had a um, uh, name drop folly, so I gotta enjoy that part. So, like that song alone would make me be like, okay, if I didn't like the album, I say, you know what, I don't really like this album by Thug, but that damn hot with Gunner, that's the one. And I still think that's the one, even though I do like the album. That hot song with Gunner, that's the one. The track he got with um, 21 and Doughboy, I, I enjoyed that one also. So he does have some heat on it, I will say that. And I was very surprised. I was surprised that I enjoyed it the first time. And I was definitely even more surprised at myself that I kept on going back to it over the weekend. Being that didn't much really come out, so I just kept on going back to that, like the Young Thug Project. I'm like, fam, why do I keep on going back to this record? Being that the London track, I still don't like that song. I, I that, that's like was the lead up to the album. I caught myself. I was like, "Fan, I really enjoyed this Young Thug album." Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's because on some tracks he's speaking more clearer than he normally does. I don't know what it is. Like, it wasn't no mysterious type of songs on there. Like, it was just straightforward. You know, just good records. And I believe this the album they said executive uh, produced by J. Cole. I think this the one. I'm not sure. I didn't really see too many people talk about that aspect of the album. But 
if it is, it makes perfect sense because the way the tracks are, you know, sequenced and everything, the way they sound, I could see someone say, okay, the look, we know you got a fan base, the young generation looks up to you, people want to call you a GOAT, and I really don't subscribe to that yet, that young thug, I mean, of course, to the younger generation, he's probably looked that different in their eyes than he is in mine. For me, I understand the fashion aspect, the Instagram, all that with this generation. But for me, it always comes back to music. And Young Thug, like I said, 1017 Thug, Rich Homie, the Rich Game, Bar the Six. He has records that I do enjoy. But they was those records are like three years old. It always comes back to the music for me. Like, I get it. He's, he's unique and everything, but I don't subscribe to all that to make somebody, like, one of the greatest. Like, honestly, if you want to do that, I'll put Future before I put Young Thug in that. Young Thug doesn't have a, a dirty sprite, too. <laughs> That's what it's called. Young Thug does not have a DS2. That's it. He doesn't have a mixtape by himself. He doesn't have a monster. He doesn't have a streets calling. I mean, he got songs that I enjoy, but like I say, full body of work. I need that. I even though I do enjoy this so much fun, it's like okay, finally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Finally, it's been three years, three, three, three and a half years since I had a full Young Thug project that I enjoy all the way through. So if he just stay in this lane. I'm sure he's gonna tour off of it. You know, but like I said, if you've never been a fan of Thug before, I don't think this album will probably change your mind. But for me, it was a good listen. But he does have some shit on there. You'll find some shit in the album if you listen to it. But like I said, for me, for my people, I'll just say go straight to Hot and then just work your way through. The, go to go to Hot with Gunner and go to the track with 21 and Doughboy. And I feel like those two, you can just work your way through the rest of the album, me personally. So that's Young Thug, so much fun. Um, also, uh, ASAP Ferd dropped the project. ASAP Ferd dropped the project. Uh, I enjoyed it also. You know, it's ASAP Ferd type of music. He's going to give his own sound, his own wave. Um, he got a song with Rico Nasty called Butt Naked, which is Cause you know ASAP, they always gonna take aspects of three sets and Houston and all that and that butt naked song. It just remind me of some old three sets type of record or something like that. Um He has a song with Brent, uh I think it's the outro with Brent Fires. You know Brent Fires, he's one of my favorite R and B guys out. Uh that record is dope. Uh, it was a good listen also. It was a good listen from Ferg. Um I feel like, me personally, I feel like since uh, ASAP Yams passed away a couple years ago, the whole ASAP just been, like, trying to figure things out. Uh, they need another Cozy Tapes. I love for the ASAP mob to bring another Cozy Tapes when all this thing with Rocky died down, just all them linked back up. They had they gave us two Cozy Tapes, but they never really, done, like, done much with it because they audience, like, thug, like, you have your older audience, but then, like, a lot of their artists are kind of young. 
And if for some reason I feel like they just, get, they just keep getting younger and younger for some odd reason, I don't understand that. But I would love to hear another ASAP Mob Cozy Tapes project. I, I enjoy those guys' music. Um, and QC. QC the label dropped another project, a compilation project. I've listened to probably three, four songs. For me, like I said before, with Young Thug having 19, I was already scared. But QC doing a compilation that's over 30 songs, I'll just wait till the ones that are the popular ones to blow up. And some you may hear like on Instagram videos, and I'll probably go back and check those out. But I'm not in a rush to listen to a compilation, 30-plus, from QC the label. Um, I just feel like this album is just saying, like, hey, we back out. You know, so I'm guessing Lil Baby's going to come out before this year. They may do like they did at the end of last year. Everybody dropped their projects. I know they added more people to their roster, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Migos project before the year out. Lil Baby, Lil Yachty. City Girls. Um, I think they added a girl called Steph London, who's fine as hell. <laughs> like, she bad. Like, I ain't gonna even lie. So, I'm sure they're gonna make another run. I think they just like they're coming out, you know, of the year because they've been kind of quiet all year. So, you know, do what you want with that. But that's really um, all the albums I saw on my radar this past weekend. If you have anything else, just let me know. Um, like I said about the Young Thug project, I did like the project. I did like the project. It's been my favorite Thug project since probably 2016, I want to say, like fully all the way through. I don't have to force myself to try to enjoy it. I really enjoyed this Young Thug project. A lot of people saying this Thug's best project so far. I don't want to subscribe to that yet because... I do enjoy Barter Six. That just me though. Um, I feel like Thug's best project overall, even though it's collab, I do got to say the Rich Game mixtape. Even though it's a collab with Rich Homie, I do got to say overall that's still my favorite project to hear Thug on is that mixtape Rich Game mixtape. But uh, I'm not mad at this project. There's so much fun. I'm really not mad at it, man. Shout out to Gunner for giving that crazy verse on Hot. The beat, everything, everything is right about that song, bro. Like, I really enjoy that record. So, Young Thug, so much fun. ASAP Ferd, new project. And QC, uh, compilation project. That's what I have for this week in music. Yo, man, it's another week, so I got another playlist for y'all, man. This week, 10 of my favorite Young Thug records, man. Young Thug back with a new album, so I feel like it's only right, man. I drop off, I drop off 10 of my favorite Young Thug records, man, so check them out, man. Okay, I feel like before I get to this whole Jay-Z NFL partnership story, man, real quick, college football is around the corner. Um, wow, i just been waiting and waiting, patiently waiting. I'm just so ready for beer, crawfish, hot wings, quesadillas, and football, man. Pizza, all that's about to be going on within the next three months. 
Um, I do want to give out a warning. My female friends, y'all had all summer to hit me up. Hey, let's go get drinks. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. When football season start, I'm talking NFL and college. Don't hit me up out of nowhere saying, hey, you want to go? No. <laughs> no. And especially this for any occasion, when Ohio State playing, I'm locking in. Even when I'm out and about with my friends because I'm not really in the minority no more because I can just drive around anywhere. Now you see Ohio State stickers and Ohio State license plates. It's, we everywhere. Um, even when I'm out with my friends who SEC fans, I go – they have a big game. Auburn got a big game. Alabama got a big game. And Georgia got a big game. You know, I sit and watch it with them. But if Ohio State come on like an eight, you know, I watch the game with them and I'm out. I'm going back to the crib. I got to be solo to watch Ohio State. So I'm not leaving. Y'all had all summer to hit me up to link up and do all that. See you when I see you. That's, that's what it comes to. I'm sorry. I apologize humbly. <laughs> but... Football season around the corner, man. Ohio State, y'all already know this one I'm here to talk about. Um, I'm just going to get to the need, need uh, what it's called, needing greedy, greedy, whatever it's called. For this season, bro, being that we have a new coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, I don't know how this – I haven't done my offseason research to see how this offense is about to be ran. And being how our defense was last year, fam, like any team guaranteed over probably 100 yards on us rushing, man, at any given moment. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost two this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we took two L's this year. Um, hopefully, well, we lose two. I'm guessing maybe Michigan State, Penn State may catch us slipping. I'm just going off of last year now. Now, we start the season just beating up everybody. You know, every week I'm going to come in here and just give y'all Ohio State news every week during the college football season. So, y'all know my mood may change or I may have one consistent theme being, okay, we won, but still our defense gave up this. Our offense still couldn't do this. So, just be prepared for that. Um, if we do lose to a Penn State, Michigan State, hopefully if we do lose, against a, it's, a, it's against one of the teams from the big team who end up being probably top 10 or something. I don't want to lose to no damn Purdue. You know what I'm saying? Like we did last year, don't lose somebody we should be beating. That's, that's another thing. That's why I'm saying we may end up losing too because even the teams that we won against last year, we made it a game. You know, we weren't supposed to be close to – certain teams, man. We weren't supposed to lose to Purdue. We weren't supposed to let Michigan come back before halftime of that game, man, even though we end up blowing them out. It just meant like like little things we did last year that made me upset, even though we ended with a bowl win. You know, our expectations are always high. And losing to Purdue and everything, that ended up costing us, you know, getting the playoffs and everything. I would love for us to come out and just beat everybody and just, you know, go to a championship. But I'm just being realistic. If we lose two, okay. Michigan, I hate to not rely on Michigan, but Harbaugh just got to get it together, man. 
that Harbaugh Urban Meyer rivalry that's supposed to have been like a a good I, I said ten, but it ended up only being like what maybe what five, five four or five year rivalry between those two at Ohio State and Michigan that didn't even end up being like I think Urban Meyer he had to be undefeated in that rivalry I feel like. Like, Harbaugh didn't come up with nothing. Like, even last year, like, y'all came back before halftime. Cool. Okay, make it a game. And we ended up coming back second half and just obliterating them. That's supposed to be like, y'all supposed to be like, not helping us, but if Ohio State number four, Michigan number five, number six, every year, you know what I'm saying? That works out better for everybody. At least they can say, hey, both teams in the top ten, both teams probably in the top five. You know what I'm saying? So, if Michigan can get it together this year, and they in the top five, possibly, you know, looking for the playoffs, if we lose two before them, and we end up, you know what I'm saying, spoiling their season, I wouldn't be mad at that. And if we end up going to a bowl game, if we lose two, hopefully we end up going to a bowl game playing the SEC team. I would love that. I'm so tired of y'all SEC people coming at me talking about this like you we, you line them up we about to knock y'all down that's what it's gonna end up being y'all lucky y'all haven't played <laughs> that's, that's what i feel now i'm humble until y'all come out with the sec ohio state talk that's when i'm like okay fam just just set the date and make sure y'all on time that's how i feel about that but back to the season man i'm just hoping our defense don't just give them un- any unnecessary 50-yard runs, 70-yard touchdown passes. Uh, offense, the quarterback, man, we got a new quarterback, man, coming from Georgia, University of Georgia. He transferred. Just don't be scared to drop back. If you don't see nothing, just take the run. Just just play like, you know what I'm saying, like we supposed to have been playing. I feel like for the past few years, um, JT Barrett, um, not Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins was all right with me. It's just a couple games. He did look kind of, you know what I'm saying? But that last few years of JT Barrett's uh, career at Ohio State, just felt like he was just scared to run at certain points where he had like an open lane to get at least six yards. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with Fields, I feel like he, he can take those runs and, you know, slide, don't end up being, you know what I'm saying, don't take no unnecessary hits. It will be all right. But I wouldn't be surprised we do take two L's, being that we got a new coach, new quarterback. Um, our defense should be ready. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, and overall, college football season, man, I'm just ready, man. I, I can only really look at my team, Ohio State, in terms of how many wins and losses we're going to have. I don't really look at everybody else's schedule like that. So I know my ACC people. I know they're going to be locked in. Like I said, man, wings, pizza, beer, quesadillas, nachos, crawfish, everything in between, man. I've just been, I just been waiting for those Saturdays, bro. i just been waiting. I just be, like, you, we miss it, like, in February, but when the NBA season really ends, that's when I'm like, okay, come on, college football. You right around the corner, just. Got to thug it out a couple more months, man. And you know what I'm saying? And then the NFL, well, I'm about to get into in a minute. 
I'm very interested to see how the NFL season is about to go, but y'all know we down south, so college football, you know what I'm saying? We look at the NFL in terms of, like, betting, you know what I'm saying? But college football, that's when everybody really like, now nah, this team, we root for this team and this team only. It's not like certain players and everything, so I'm just ready for it. I know everybody else ready for it, too, man, so you heard it here. You heard it here. When the season start, just be ready for not nothing big, but, you know, come in real quick, update on Ohio State games over the season. Um, but I said it here, man, I wouldn't be surprised if we dropped two of them. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love to drop, not love to drop two, but if we end up dropping two, let it be before Michigan, and hopefully Harbaugh get things together at Michigan. If they iron the playoff spot or something like that, we spoil their season at the end of the year. And I guess if everything works out like I'm thinking work, it'll work out, if they still go on to the Big Ten Championship, you know what I'm saying, we still hurt them and they still messed up by the loss to Ohio State, they end up losing the Big Ten. You know what I'm saying? So I would enjoy that. But... I mean, we do lose two. We lose two. End up spoiling Michigan season. Ended up getting the bowl game against the SEC team. I would enjoy that. But of course, everybody's main goal and hope is to get to the championship and win the championship. But y'all know how things go, man. We can always wish for it. Don't mean it's going to come true. So the countdown is underway. College football is back. So, man, just like everybody else, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole Jay-Z partnership with the NFL, man. I have it right here. Basically, what, you know what I'm saying, the role is and everything. So, I got this from CBS, Philadelphia. Uh, Jay-Z's Rock Nation and the NFL announced Tuesday, this being last Tuesday, that they have entered a multi-year partnership to, quote, enhance the NFL's live game experiences and to amplify the league's social justice efforts. Um, Rock Nation Entertainment Company will advise on NFL performances such as the Super Bowl, meaning the Super Bowl halftime show. The partnership will seek to nurture and strengthen community through through football and music, including through the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative. So basically... Jay-Z and Rock Nation has partnered with the NFL. Um, mainly what everybody is talking about is the social injustice part of it. Because the music and the halftime Super Bowl show, I mean, I want to be honest. Like, I've been trying to wrap my head around this all week. And honestly, y'all, I have not. I can't pick a side on this. Y'all know I admire Jay-Z, everything he's done, music-wise, business-wise. But this move, man, it, it is a head-scratcher for me. And all the news that's come after it is definitely a head-scratcher for me. So I can't pick a side. I know on this podcast I come, I give my opinion on things. But just some things in life, fam, you just really can't pick a side on. That's what this is for me, man. Um, of course, let's start. Colin Kaepernick, uh, we know a couple years ago he took the knee during the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, I'm 100% positive that I'm not the only person 
in America who still who's of African American descent who still watches the NFL. I mean, <laughs> that's another thing about this argument. I still watch the NFL. Like I wasn't like I understood the boycott situation and everything. I understood it. I understood why Colin was taking the knee. I understand his point. Um, but you know, NFL man is NFL. I didn't like the way they handled the situation. But then again, man, I'm a black man from Alabama. You really want to tell me about social in- social injustice? You don't think I know about? I don't need the NFL and Colin Kaepernick to really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get me to understand social injustice, man. I know plenty about it. Believe me. So I understand, you know what I'm saying, what Colin stood for and everything. And, you know, people boycotting the NFL, not supporting the NFL. I understand that wholeheartedly. Don't get me wrong. I do understand it. But I still watch the NFL. Um, it's, like I said, man, it's a head scratcher, man. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Me personally, man, this is where my different opinions come into play. One, Jay-Z, of course, we know the black community, man, well respected. You know what I'm saying? I feel like... I'm, all right, from Jay-Z point of view, I'm trying to understand, okay, I get the whole, get your foot in the door. If it's anybody who understands the whole, you know what I'm saying, thought, the mindset of, just, just let me get my foot in the door and let me go from there. I understand that from Jay-Z part. Then his report saying, okay, he's looking to be a part owner of a team also. And with the hoopla going on now about Colin and Jay-Z, I can understand if Jay-Z becomes a part owner in the team and he decides to hire Colin Kaepernick as, you know what I'm saying, uh, have a role in the team, then I believe everything would be settled if that were to happen. Um, I understand him trying to be a part owner of the team. Uh, from the NFL aspect, I understand them wanting to get someone such as Jay-Z to come in. And I don't want to say be a poster boy for social, social injustice with the league, but then again, it's like, it's like I know Jay Z is not gonna um agree to a position in the NFL without knowing, you know what I'm saying, everything surrounding it. I'm positive Jay Z is not going in there saying, Okay, I'm just gonna be the face and that's it. Jay Z is saying, No, nah, I gotta have a voice. We gotta do this, we gotta do that. Y'all y'all just not gonna have me here just saying, uh, oh yeah, we care about social injustice, we got Jay Z. Jay-Z, like, I'm positive Jay-Z's like, nah, that's not what we doing. Like, we really, if y'all want to bring me here for social injustice and everything and bring awareness and help the communities out, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here just to say, hey, we got Jay-Z on board. So I do understand that part. Um, and I feel as a black community, as the black community, I really can't speak for everyone. Everyone just looking from the outside, looking in. Like I said, I do still watch the NFL. I do feel like... Before then, before the Colin Kaepernick situation, nobody probably had an issue with the NFL regarding social injustice and everything that's been going on in the past decades, for real, dealing with, you know, black people and injustice system and everything. Um, but, you know, Colin, you know, that was like, you couldn't, that season, you couldn't turn to ESPN and everything without them discussing Colin Kaepernick. And ratings went down, you know, NFL ratings went down, Super Bowl ratings went down. Um, regarding the halftime show this past year in Atlanta, um, 
I feel like everybody <laughs> was saying, you know, you oh, you got it in Atlanta. Get Outkast, get T.I., bring all the Atlanta legends together for a halftime show. But a lot of those guys were, you know, standing with Colin Kaepernick. But at the same time, you got people who saying they were boycotting the NFL, but they were down in Atlanta celebrating, you know, Super Bowl. It's, it's everywhere, fam. Like, this whole NFL, Colin Kaepernick situation, fam, is everywhere. Uh, there are reports saying... Speaking of Atlanta Super Bowl last year, the reports came out a couple of days ago. Jermaine Dupree, if you guys know Jermaine Dupree from back in the day, So So Def with Bow Wow, The Brat, Jagged Edge, you know, wherever respect the label. Uh, Jermaine Dupree said that Jay Z told him not to accept the same position that Jay Z accepted. And what I come from, what I see from that is people saying, uh, be honest. Uh, it's Jay-Z. Which one would you rather have, Jay-Z or Jermaine Dupri? I get that, but at the same time, man, both of those guys are well-respected, even though Jay-Z is probably more you know, well-known around the world, being from his music and his business mindset. But at the same time, I feel like if Jermaine Dupri were to accept the same job that Jay-Z accepted, the internet would be burying Jermaine Dupri right now. There would be no, let's just wait, let's, just wait, let's hear him out. Let's see how this progressed throughout the years. Let's wait. Like, how we doing with Jay-Z? If Jermaine Dupree would have got it, y'all guys would, everybody know y'all would have burnt uh, Jermaine Dupree alive on the internet, if that were the case. Let's be honest. But it is a work in progress. We do have to see what will come out of this. But as of right now, man, it's definitely a head scratcher. It's definitely a head scratcher. Um, of course, Jay-Z was saying, uh, we know Colin kneeled. We know why he kneeled. Um, I get the whole let's boycott, but after the boycott, now what? Like, we can't stand outside and boycott all day. We got to take some initiative, you know what I'm saying, to make the situation, you know what I'm saying, better. But what does the NFL have? Like, in the NBA, we saw what happened when Trayvon Martin got killed. We saw LeBron and those guys wear the hoodies and everything. Like the, the NBA is being shown where they stand on social injustice and everything. The NFL, I mean, to be honest with y'all, with this whole Jay-Z thing, I can see probably commercials coming out of it, you know, during the games, different commercials. Um, during the Super Bowl, they may, you know, show more, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, God forbid, if something were to happen again, you know, they'll take better action. You know, so like I said, God forbid something else happens to that point um so i'm really just trying to see like it's i don't get it i don't i honestly don't get it i don't get it uh, i do get it but then i don't get it like i get the nfl wants to show like hey we were at social injustice but to grab jay-z and then these reports saying jay-z told jermaine dupree you know what i'm saying not to accept the job that's it's it's a head scratcher. It's a head scratcher, man. Then when you bring in what's his name, Eric Reed from uh the Carolina Panthers and people really not even trying to hear him out because he's doing all this talking from an NFL locker room. <laughs> you know, say so he's standing for Colin Kaepernick, but he's in the NFL locker room. But Colin Kaepernick did it it's rumored sources say quote quotation marks sources say that the baltimore ravens were looking at they had several teams looking at kaepernick and of course we know colin kaepernick he settled 
So people want to like, they want to downplay what Colin's done now. They don't want to hear Eric Reed out. They're talking about Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend talking. But since, you know, it's Jay-Z, everybody's want to, on the internet, you know what I'm saying? You're going to go by what the, you know, what the internet people are saying. They want to side with Jay-Z because he's shown that, you know, his business mindset. But then again, I saw my boy AJ tweet out, nobody wants to bring up Jay-Z's affiliation with the Brooklyn Nets and how that changed Brooklyn with the gentrification and all that. Nobody wants to bring that up, but people want to counter that by saying Jay-Z only had like a small percentage in that. And I remember that because I think it was NBA 2K13 when the Brooklyn Nets first came about, it was all this big hoopla about Jay-Z owning the team, but people were saying they don't realize Jay-Z only had like a small percentage, but it's Jay-Z and he's from Brooklyn. So, you know, they pushed him out there as being, you know, the face of it. And this kind of, it's not the case here because he's not an owner of a team, but I don't think Jay-Z will accept a position where he has little to no say in things, especially dealing with social injustice, being that we saw multiple black men killed some on camera, you know what I'm saying? And the, the officers that did these killings didn't receive the necessary uh, discipline for that. So I don't see Jay-Z just hopping in just so he can be part owner of a team. I do want to see some initiative from Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Rock Nation as a whole, man, just been moving forward within his past year, year and a half. So, I mean, outside of commercials and stuff, man, I really – you. one thing people do got to realize about this whole social injustice thing with African-American males and everything, the shit never going to stop. It doesn't matter if it's in Florida – Nebraska, Wisconsin, New York, LA, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? We gonna it's always gonna be that stigma against us young black men, is what we gotta understand. But the NFL, I guess the end I guess what it all comes down to, in my opinion, for right now, being that we're only a week into this, the NFL just trying to better its image. I guess they thought that the whole Conor Kaepernick situation kind of died down. So, like, oh, let's bring Jay-Z in. And you got people who's affiliated with Jay-Z. They're going to fight for Jay-Z. You got people who totally understand where Conor Kaepernick was coming from, who boycotted the NFL. They on the side of Conor Kaepernick, but they they got so much respect for Jay-Z. They're trying to hear him out. It's everywhere, man. Just a head-scratcher for me. Like I said, I still watch the NFL. So, I mean, you can say – my opinion doesn't matter because I still watch the NFL, but then again, I really don't care. But it's a head scratcher for me, man. It's a head. It's definitely a head scratcher for me. And uh, and on top of that, Jay Z had lyrics last year going at the NFL. So I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like like I said, I'm, I'm still. I'm just sitting back waiting for things to unfold, but. I do understand Jay-Z's thought process of, hey, I'm sitting at the table. I'm sitting right beside Roger Goodell. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't see Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, and all these NFL, the hierarchy of the NFL saying, okay, Jay-Z here now. Let's just sit back and let him. I don't see that happening personally. I don't see the, I don't see these old heads giving in that easy. And they showed you know, with Colin Kaepernick, because you can make the argument the past two years, Colin, you know what I'm saying, Colin at quarterback, a couple of teams could have 
could have just gone ahead and gave Colin that check and just, you know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, there were sources saying that a couple of teams offered him, you know what I'm saying, a job. But like I said, man, it's everywhere. You can have your own opinion about it. I would love to hear different people's opinion about it. I just don't want to hear, oh, it's Jay-Z. Let him do what he do. Honestly, y'all, think about it, man. NFL goes out, get Jay-Z. Like I said, Jay-Z had songs. He taking shots at the NFL last year. So this had to be in the work for a minute. They're just not going to call Jay-Z up Monday, and they have a conference about it Tuesday. This had to be in the works. They had to have been talking for a few months, maybe years about this. Um, I don't like the way they just tried to put – Social Injustice and In Charge of Halftime Shows because that halftime show, that's the small, like, the Social Injustice part, everybody, 90, 98% of people talking about the Social Injustice part, only 2% talking about the halftime show. Let's be honest. In 2019, I mean, 2020, because the Super Bowl next year, 2020, for until whenever, right now, how many people you think can really perform the halftime show of the Super Bowl? With Rock Nation in charge of it now. You got Rihanna. I can see Rihanna. Of course, Beyonce. If you want to say Beyonce and Jay-Z. If you want to say a Destiny Child's reunion. I mean, who else? Stevie Wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only so many. Sad to say, it's only so many of the living legends to the point of Super Bowl halftime performance we still have around. Like Super Bowl now, not just hip hop. Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl is worldwide. So that aspect is kind of a head scratcher, also. So all around, man, I believe the NFL is trying to better its image within the black community. Cause like I said before, the Colin Kaepernick situation, you probably didn't hear nobody complain about. The biggest complaint. Uh, us black people probably had about the NFL was not enough black quarterbacks, not enough black coaches, you know what I'm saying, things like that. But all in all, we still watch the NFL. But since Colin Kaepernick, you do have people out there who don't watch the NFL no more at all. Now, that is a fact. Now, it is some people, so they say. But then again, ratings do show ratings have went down. But when you still have millions of people watching, I mean, you know what I'm saying, come on now. So, I am on the side. If it is a side I'm on, I am on the side of just letting it play out. Let's see what happens. Um, it's sad that, you know what I'm saying, the world we're in now it has to come to that. A guy taking a knee during the national anthem because he's saying, you know what I'm saying, the national anthem saying for justice and everything. But these kids' family, these young black men' families not getting the justice they deserve because... These people are still walking around freely. They gunned them down or choked them out on camera in certain situations. So I do understand that. I don't feel like he was disrespecting America. That's why, you know what I'm saying, I don't feel like he disrespecting America when he was taking that knee. He said why he was taking the knee. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but I do feel like if that press conference would have went on and you would have saw Roger Goodell, Jay-Z in the middle, and Colin Kaepernick, I don't believe this would be such an uproar as it is now. If we would have saw Colin Kaepernick in that room with Jay-Z and Roger Goodell doing that press conference, I don't believe there will be no uproar at all, personally.
But like I said, man, we just gotta let it play out, man. It's definitely a head scratcher. I I totally agree with anybody who's not fully on any one side right now, cause that's how I am. I'm not saying, oh, it's Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Great rapper, great businessman. Let's just go with this. Go on the side of Jay Z. I'm not doing that because the way that it's looking in the public, I I'm like, come on now, like. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make it so blatantly. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to see, man. We just got to see. Um, I don't feel like the NFL is going to change the world in the aspect of social injustice. Uh, like I said, LeBron and the NBA guys, they show where they stand. And the NFL probably years behind on that, years late. Uh, let's just see, man. Let's just see. Um, I... I would hope that, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z, I'm positive Jay-Z knows he's not going to just play a face. He's going to have some say-so in what's about to happen. But we're not going to see the effects of it this year. Like, I don't want week one and then people come up, oh, what happened with Jay-Z? And, like, Jay-Z is low-key. Like, you're going to see commercials, I'm sure. You're going to see different, probably, events happening in different communities sponsored by the NFL and Rock Nation. Let's just see, man. We just got to wait and see, man. It's definitely a head-scratcher. I keep on saying that, man, because I've been looking at this for a week, and I still, I'm like, I'm reading what's, you know what I'm saying, the terms and conditions. I'm reading that, but at the same time, I'm trying to figure out, like, fam, like, I can't, I can't see it yet. You know what I'm saying? I can't grasp it yet. You know what I'm saying? Being that whole just took shots at Goodell last year, Jermaine Dupri coming out saying, yeah, Jay-Z told me not to accept that job. He asked me how deep I am in with the NFL, and then up he come. He take the job. We got to see, man. We got to see, man. It's, just, it's 2019, man. Nothing should be surprising no more. That's what it really comes down to, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 41, Stash House Podcast. Man, make sure you guys go out have a great week, great work week, great school week. Don't forget, man, college football starts back this weekend, bro. Florida versus the youth. Y'all know I'm be tuned in, man. So make sure you guys stay safe, man. Move right. Catch y'all back here, man. Same time next week, man. Stash House Podcast. Keep me in your prayers, man. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.